Welcome to episode number 22 of the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl, Janae. And this is your girl, Fallon Deanne. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Fallon Deanne, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was uneventful. Um, But I can't complain. I flat out my hair and cut it, though. I guess that was my highlight. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, for me, I've just been kind of chilling at the house, nothing too, you know, fun, nothing going on for me, and as usual. <sighs> anyway, maybe I'll get a life soon. <laughs> but, um, anywho, let's go ahead and jump right into our hot tops for the week. So, um, the first thing, I guess we can start off with our serious stuff. You were telling me about uh, Melina, Melania. Why can I never say that woman name? She got an odd name. Basically, Trump's wife, because that's what we gonna call her, because she ain't Michelle. So <laughs> Trump's wife. <laughs> um, she said uh, something you said about women needing to come with proof if they're gonna have that allegation. Yeah. So she said for the Me Too movement, women need to have really hard evidence if they're coming forward with allegations. I so, I don't understand that at all. Like, I, I mean, you're supposed to be like the first lady. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's bad enough you over there in Africa wearing colonizer hats and shit. But <laughs> then you come with this statement, like you're a woman first. You know what I mean? Like, support women. I get the the space that I'm in is that we just seen um, Dr. Ford's testimony. And she's been, like, bullied and threatened. She can't go back home. And your whole platform is about bullying, quote-unquote, which I haven't seen anything that you've done. But much much more than that, all sexual allegations are not going to have proof. So you're not going to have proof every you know, for every person or every woman, man, that is rape. You're not going to have proof. It's simple as that. Like, every time that you're sexually assaulted, you're not going to have proof. Sexual harassment, you're not going to have proof. And I'm like... You're only saying this now because of the whole Supreme Court thing. You didn't have a comment last year. You didn't have a comment year before last. All of a sudden now you want to comment on something that's not even your platform that you probably don't know anything about. And she's from Russia. Like, I mean, not, but most places they don't have, especially Russia. I'm like, you have male order brides. You have sex trafficking. So I'm just trying to figure out, we have it here in the U.S. as well, so I'm trying to figure out what evidence are you looking for? Like, I can understand, okay, yeah, if you're going to come forward with allegations, having proof and all this, not just, you know, oh, you know, somebody said this, but we also have to look at the bigger light as well, is that most cases are not even reported. So you're harping on 2% that's false, but you're not even looking at most cases are not reported. So shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, I just don't, I mean, like I said, as a, as a woman, I just can't understand how she could come with some, you need to have proof. Because, I mean, she should know, like you said, most rape cases go unreported. There's very, there's typically in rapists, 
it tends to a lot of the times be he said she said because you know most women there's you know there's no physical evidence of what occurred because most women like you said are so scared to even report it that they wash away the evidence they don't get a rape kit done and we even have the situation with the backlog for rape kits so I just don't, I mean, even if they did come forward and report it, the rape kits ain't getting processed. So those the dudes who did it are still out there in the street. And that's my whole thing. You know, just speaking on that, you have some counties have rape, rape kits from 10 years ago. 10 years. Exactly. So even if I go and say, okay, I'm going to re- report that this happened to me. I did everything that I'm supposed to do, quote unquote, as a victim. And I still get no justice because you're sitting on my rape kit. Not only are you sitting on my rape kit, but then you have a serial rapist more than likely that probably has done it over and over again. And then you finally test the rape kit and figure out, oh, well, we got six, you know, rape kits that have the same DNA. Yeah. So, I mean... It, it, this is just a bad message to send to women, to send to young women, young girls, that you have to, in order for you to say you were sexually assaulted, you were raped, whatever, you have to have video evidence, you have to have proof somebody has to be there. Like, it's bullshit. Basically. It's absolutely pathetic. Um, but it just doesn't it just doesn't surprise me anymore anything that comes with this administration doesn't surprise me anymore so (sighs) um also we were talking about um crap my mind just went completely blank i hate when my mind does that um so i guess we can jump around because right now what i was thinking about was um it's sad this tells you that this brings us back to last week's show, but I was just reading about Dwayne Carter and how his Carter Five went number one, (laughs) which is completely all the way off topic and not even related to where we were just coming from. But God damn it, that was just on my mind, and I just wanted to say, shout out to Dwayne Carter. Yes, little Wayne, we love you. Um, Okay. But anywho, (laughs) go ahead. No, I'll just say I'm happy for him. Like I, I mean, I always want him to succeed, so I'm happy for him. Even though it wasn't my favorite album, I'm still happy for him. Exactly. Did you ever go back and listen to, uh, the Mona Lisa track? Like I told you, I did. It was. I mean, I like, you know, Kendrick's verse, but that was about it. <laughs> you didn't enjoy the whole story, the whole kind of storyline of it. No. And I listened. You just ain't into like storytelling rap because that was like a dope, like the whole concept was dope to me. And like I listened to the whole thing, it made oh, it still just didn't. Well, I understand, I understand. It wasn't for everybody, wasn't feeling it, it wasn't for everybody, so I can totally relate to that. But you know, I love me some little Wayne, so I'm just gonna big him up anyway, just because. (laughs) It could be one of those things, like some albums, it's like when they first come out or whatever, and I listen to them, I'm like, well, I don't really like it. And then, like, I come back, like, I hear a song on the radio, and then I go back to it, and then it's just, like, on repeat for, like, months. But it's played out at that moment. So it, it may be that. I'm going I'm to still give it a chance. Like, I still added it to my playlist. But, yeah. 
I understand. It's all good in the hood. <laughs> um, so, aside from that, did you catch the AMAs? I did not. Like, I haven't watched an award show in so long. I saw the fashion, which was better than most shows um, that, like, have debuted this year. Where I'm like, did nobody get a stylist or whatever? But I didn't see any of it. Now, shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross because I think she debuted all black stylists for her, or fashion designers for all of her looks while hosting the AMAs. So shout out to her. But, Absolutely. Yeah. And look, and she looked gorgeous. She yeah. looked good, honey. When she had that Dapper Dan cape on, I was like, okay, sis, do it for the culture. <laughs> but I'm with you. I actually didn't watch the American Music Awards. Um, I'm not an award show person. I don't really give a crap i said the the best that they can get from me from an award show is probably the soul train awards um because i enjoy watching our people my people but other than that um, i don't i can't sit through award shows people get on my nerves too damn much so but i mean from from what i understand the just kind of reading the recaps from yesterday um, uh, online i saw that the migos they won for best pop rock group what i just okay i guess there was i said huh and then in the r&b now this is something that i wanted to kind of touch on and we're gonna it's gonna tie into our next topic um so for the r&b soul category the winner was triple extension yeah and uh First and foremost, I get that he sings on, that he was singing on part of the record, but, I mean, all the R&B soul, you know, albums that were dropped this year, and that's the winner that Chow chose. And I saw, like, people comments was like, man, SZA was, SZA was cheated out of this or whatever. I don't know who else was in the category, but I'm like... I mean, I thought he was a rapper, so just to hear him get like that, I'm like, if you wanted to give him a award, because, you know, post-death or whatever, I, could you not find something else to do? Because right, I'm just like, I don't, I, I just, could, I can't see the correlation. Um, to me, it's just a slap in the, another slap in the face to R&B, because that's not, he wasn't an R&B artist. He didn't do R&B records. He didn't consider himself an R&B artist, so I just can't. I don't get it, and I don't understand why that is. I it, that was just a weird kind of category to me. Um, also, I saw that uh, something else that they said was odd from the he won the R and B soul category, the Migos with the rap hip hop. There was something else that somebody was that everybody was kind of up in arms about, as far as somebody I don't know. Either way it goes, um, that was kind of, that's all I really, oh, and they said Sierra killed her performance um, with Missy Elliott of Level Up. But I always expect Sierra to do her thing and kind of dance like crazy. So I wasn't yeah. too shocked by that. Anywho, uh, moving on from that, kind of jumping, staying in the music realm, but jumping to the part with the triple extension did you see uh the the kind of controversy with him and vic mensa at the bet hip-hop awards 
No, I didn't do that. Okay, well, at the, you know, at the BET Hip Hop Awards, every year they do a cypher. And apparently, there, you know, the cypher obviously is pre-recorded. And in his cypher, Vic Mensa mentioned basically how we glorify or we big up these rappers who abuse women and, you know, known abusers and things like that as far as women are concerned. Apparently, his mother, Triple X's mother, was in the audience. And so, obviously, people were like, everybody's kind of going back at and forth at him saying he was wrong for doing that. Woo, woo, woo. He released a statement saying that they, you know, the award show was pre-recorded and he had no idea that his mother, you know, would be in the audience, but that he stood by his statements, that he feels like women should be believed and that we should not glorify the abuse of women. I, I mean, I, in all honesty, I completely agree with him. So, and I just feel like if Triple X wouldn't have died, y'all wouldn't be basically turning this kid into like a martyr or a legend. Half of y'all didn't even listen to this main music, if we're going to keep it all the way honest. Um, so I just, I don't, I mean, I, I like, I, I don't, I don't understand why, I guess because he's dead that people are like, well, he's a legend, so you can't talk about him, or you can't this, or you can't that. What? what? First of all, why are we tossing around the word legend? <laughs> like, I, that, that's a reach. I mean, when I say a reach, this almost like break your arm reach. He is not a legend. Exactly. Um, I mean, I feel what he was saying because, I mean, even as a parent, you gotta recognize this is the music and this is, this is the lifestyle that your son led. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel him even when he passed away, and people started like flipping the, you know, the script. Like, oh, he was this, he was that, and I'm like, oh, and he was also, you know, a woman beater, rapist. So I'm like, I don't. That part, like, I definitely agree with him. That's the reason why I've been like hush hush about it. You know, it was unfortunate what happened to him, but I'm like, at the end of the day, he was what he was. Like. We need to stop glorifying it. Even when people pass away, you can send your condolences, have sympathy for his family, wish that that, that that didn't happen to him. But at the end of the day, he still was a bad person. You don't turn I mean, good. You can't, exactly. You can't erase what people have done just because they died. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he still was a bad person. He still has victims. Um... So we can't, I hate when people do that. Like when people pass away, they become this, you know, good person and accepted Christ as their savior and been a fucking demon ever since then. So, no, I mean, you yeah. knew what the was. So. Exactly. So, I mean, I can't, like I said, I, I felt Vic Mensa on that. I definitely feel like if anybody should kind of catch the blame, it should be BET. Because if they knew his mother was going to be in the audience, then they should, I mean, it's not like they didn't, it's pre-recorded, so it's not like they didn't, oh, no, okay, we invited his mother, she's going to be here, maybe we should, you know, cut that part of the verse or not, you know what I mean, so that she didn't yeah. have, if, if that, if it was that, you know what I mean, if they knew it was going to cause that type of controversy, so I feel like that was on BET, you know, they completely dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, so also in the music realm, did you see Offset going at Joe Budden because of Joe Budden? You know, he has his show, State of the Culture, 
and you know he said his comments about Cardi and Offset I guess felt some type of way got in his feelings and decided to threaten Joe Budden over the internet I saw the like the exchange I just didn't really know what it was I just thought Joe Budden was hating again so listen so okay so when I saw the exchange I was like okay so what did he say so then um, I found the clip of it and when I sis, when I say he didn't say anything bad, he literally all he said was when do when does an artist or when does a person have to be accountable for their action held accountable for their actions? You know what I mean? And I was like, what bad did he say about her? I mean, he's in all honesty, he's been in the whole thing. He's been a champion for Cardi B, just kind of just like Charlemagne and all the rest of them. They all been, you know, on her side. And all he did was say, you can't send people to, you can't send people to beat up girls on your behalf and think that that's okay. The feds is watching you. You're famous now. You have to be accountable for that. And I mean, if that's like, that's facts. Like, you're going to be held accountable. And we see it now. Like, your wife is going to court. More than likely, she's going to be sued in civil court. So, you got to, like, take a different path. Like, I understand you're supposed to, you know, be from the hood. You don't take all of this BS. And I'm like, if you, quote, unquote, want to protect your wife, you bustling, you know, you, like, up in arms with Joe Bunn saying something innocent, but you won't stop cheating. Like, listen, I be trying to stay away. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. Part this week, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to defend her honor, bro, stop cheating so she's not in this uh, position where she got to go send people to fight. Like, I don't know. Facts, facts, big facts. It <laughs> helps a hundred percent of the problems with cheating if you don't cheat. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, aside from that, I'm trying to think. Like, it was a pretty light week. Um, oh, uh, the the you were telling me about the one the white woman who called police who called the police on the black man who had the two white children with him. Yes. Okay. So, like I said, they were at. Walmart. They went to Subway to get something to eat. He went to the gas station. The lady wanted to talk to the children. First of all, ma'am, if I have children in my care, you do not talk to them. And I hate when people do that. Come up to children, whether they're in a store or something. To me, it is so creepy for you to do that. Um, They're not your children. You don't know them. Do not do that. But she was like, well, I want to talk to... He, she wanted to talk to the girl to see if they were okay. No. So she calls the police. She follows the man, which makes it worse. Um, so she calls the police. The police come, and he was like, well, I just want to talk to the child. Why? If I'm telling you this is what's happening, why? Because I'm like, if this was a white man with white children, it would not be any type of debate. She would have not stopped. That little girl probably could have been crying, falling out in the park, parking lot, and you would have not blinked the eye. And it could have definitely been sex trafficking exactly so and i'm like it's i mean people it's sex trafficking all over the united states but it's not that obvious 
I mean, they know the climate that we're in in the United States. They are not going to send, oh, well, let me get this black man. And I know people are on alert, ready for to be next top cop. So let me go and send this black man with two white kids that we've been kidnapped. Come, come on. Basically. But even so much is more, it's like, first of all, you followed this man. You didn't really care about those children. I mean, they called the mother of these children after the children was like, he's our babysitter. They called the mother. The mother was appalled. She was like, why are you calling me? These, this is his, you know, this is his business. He's a babysitter or whatever. He works with children. And it just goes back to, again, white women not minding their own business and always want to cause an inconvenience. Because I'm like, what were you... What were you setting out to do? I mean, listen, I completely agree with you. Like, I don't understand. I mean, if if she felt like those children were in any type of danger, or even that, like security, I mean, it was in Walmart. It's not like security, right. you know what I mean? If security thought that those kids were any any type of danger, they would have stepped in. You know what I mean? Like, clearly, right. the kids didn't show any type of signs of distress, like, they weren't being dragged through the you know what I mean so that's why like that's the type of stuff I don't understand like it it goes back to what you said about people minding their business like mind your business if them kids ain't you know in distress or they not acting out they look happy you know what I mean like if a kid's being kidnapped or something like that even if they've been told you know don't do the da da or I'm gonna they still not gonna be you know looking happy and like they excited to be with the person or something, you know what I mean? So I just don't, I just don't get it. I, like folks, just mind your business, mind your business, right. point blank period. Like you talking about, oh, it's sex trafficking. He could have kidnapped, and the minor children is kidnapping, sex trafficking. You look all over them. You ain't even checking for them. So I'm like, because when you pass by young girls that's standing on the street, that. 16 and I prostitute, you don't stop and ask them, do they need help? Exactly. You just moving. So, for you to even have as much concern, it was just because it was two white children with the black man and he didn't let you talk to them so he felt like, you felt like, oh, you need to be a savior or something. Girl, bye. Right. Full of it. Absolutely. <gasps> Absolutely. So, but can we talk about them from this week, though? Say it one more time. Can we talk about white feminism this week, though? Child. <laughs> child. So, uh, white feminists hijacking our movement yet again. First, they tried to claim the Black Power Fist. Um, they hijacked the Me Too movement from a black woman. And now, apparently, they are hijacking Colin Kaepernick's kneeling protest by saying that they will um, kneel during the anthem to, I guess, protest rape culture or whatnot. I'm not, I, to be honest, I'm not really sure what their what their protest is about because, you know, I just couldn't get over the 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 gall that they have to even hijack someone else's protest like that that's what white feminists are kind of known for and that they're i mean that's like their objective like they piggyback off of someone else's movement 
change the narrative and make it about them and only beneficial to them. And they throw out the word ally, like, oh, we're allies, so we can... No, it, it again erases black women. Because if you think about it, black women are subject to police brutality. So it's not just a black man issue when it comes down to police brutality and kneeling. And, you know, we talk about our first sentencing and all of that. This is still, you know, we see Korean Games, Sandra Bland, all of these women, you know, that are um, victims of police brutality. So you're erasing them again when you're not taking into consideration that these are victims as well. So you're thinking, oh, we're just standing up, you know, because we're victims of rape. And it's a conversation to be had. We see that with the Me Too movement. You basically erase the the whole black woman that was the center of the movement, that started the movement. You erase her and you put a white face to it. Exactly. And it wasn't gain traction because if you really wanted to gain traction, put the same force that you put behind Rose McGowan Put it behind that black woman and say, okay, she came up with the movement. We have a voice. Let's push this. So I'm like, why are you hijacking movements or why are you making movements about you? And that's the constant complaint people have about white feminism is that you really, it's like you water down your own cause with BS. Exactly. Exactly. And it's always, it's always just anything that they do is, Honestly, it, it, it it's all only to benefit themselves. They never care about, like you said, they they throw around the word allies, allies a lot. But where are they for other issues? Where are they for black lives? Where are they for black people? I don't see them at the march. I don't see them, you know, a, a part of the, you know, uh, kneeling against police brutality. Half of them thought Colin Kaepernick was wrong for doing it. Right. And on the flip side, a lot of them are nurses, but why are black women dying at a high rate after childbirth? Like, tell me, sis, mm. are you not listening to her after she gives birth and say, hey, I'm in pain? We saw that with Serena. Pomolary mm-hmm. embolism, blah. And no one listens to her. So I'm like, you have all of these people you want to come out, now you want to kneel and all this, but okay. Like you said, where have you been with other struggles? Where are you with equal pay with, you know, black women? Exactly, because black women don't even make the same amount of money as white women. Y'all fighting for equal pay, yet y'all ain't even fighting for black women to even be equivalent to what y'all making. Right, like at least, okay, you know, make sure everybody's on the same, then we start climbing. No. It's always a selfish agenda. This I swear I do not allow the people. I am pro woman every day, pro black woman every day. When it comes to white feminism and their agenda, no ma'am, no ma'am, count me out. That's why I'm always (laughs) so hesitant to even throw the feminine, uh, the feminism label on myself, just because I just feel like it's it's such it's been hijacked so much by white women and white feminism that I just can't. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I don't want to put that label on myself because I don't feel like it's inclusionary. I don't feel like it includes me or other black women or other women of color, period. So, I don't know. But that's just my little take on it, you know? I'll say. <laughs> so, kind of sticking to that, obviously, in that same realm, 
Bette Midler in her whole comments at that uh, women are the N-word or whatever of society or something, or the new N-word or something like of that jazz. To be honest, when I saw, like, the first part of the tweet, I was like, oh, hell, no the hell, this woman. I was cursing to myself, and I was like, nah, I'm good, love, enjoy. When I saw the tweet, I, was, I had to go, I did, I read it, like, three times, because I'm like, did she really say that women are the N-word? And I'm like, so you have black women that are actually called the N-word that are raped the have been like that for centuries in the name of racism. And this is what you make a statement about? Again, that goes back to you doing too much. Like there was a way for you to put out what you needed to say without going that far. And I'm tired of like them aligning everything to black people being oppressed. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You do not get to say, oh, well, because women are treated unfairly, we're like the N-word of... No, that's a whole different conversation to be had. That's a separate conversation. Stop trying to put all this together so you can ride somebody else's wave. And then, of course, in true fashion, she comes out with, I'm an ally. How, sweetie? Exactly. They throw around the term ally so much. And in all honesty, all y'all are doing is piggybacking off of other oppressed people's struggle. And I and I'm like I hate that. And it's so crazy how they haven't had a voice or hadn't said anything until Trump became president. Like y'all have been quiet for so long. And again, it's not all encompassing. You're not fighting for you know, the immigrant children to make sure that they have legal counsel. You're just basically tweeting statements and you want a cookie for that. You do not get a cookie for that. Exactly. <sighs> White feminists. That's all we can say. <laughs> they give us all a headache. Um, anywho, so the last two topics that I just actually just seen, um, and they're also both music related, so the first one's more serious. The second one is just funny as hell. But um, for the first topic, I just seen, it just came across that Fabulous has been charged with four felony domestic violence charges against Emily B. I mean, listen, I don't, it's hard for, it's hard for you to like, you because I don't ever want to like defend abusers. But it's hard to get up in arms for things when women don't even, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not even looking after themselves. I guess, okay, we're in domestic violence, but I'm, I understand. Um, I know people like, well, she went back. And it's a tough thing when you think of, like, if you're not, if you've never been in that situation, you can't think, like, Oh, well, why would she go back to her abuser and it's on camera? She, you know, he abusing her. We know that it happened. But the hardest thing about leaving is that leaving part because a restraining order is just a sheet of paper. Um, Fabulous has unlimited resources. So when you think about 
look at the stories that we see in the news about men that don't even have as many resources as families have and they show up at their wives or girlfriends fiance job and kill them on the spot right right and then you think about okay well i know he has unlimited unlimited resources what's gonna happen to my children are you know will my family be separated because he probably has better attorneys and him being vindictive because most of them are he's gonna i want full custody yeah that is tough because they do share children so that does make the situation tough and i mean before all of that, they seem like they, other than the fact that she was a forever girlfriend and Fabulous never seemed like he wanted to commit as much as a, of a family man as he, they, he portrayed himself as. He just never seemed like he was committed. There was always stories of, you know, cheating and him stepping out of the relationship. Um, but I just, I mean, I guess when, like you said, when there there's children involved and he has, like you said, he's famous with so many different, uh, so much resources and things like that, it definitely can up the ante, I guess, as far as walking away. So, how am I going to really get away from him? Um, and then, especially, okay, how are we going to exchange children? What's going to happen, um, you know, with my reputation? Because even when it first broke before the video was released, People, I don't believe her. Fabulous would never, and blah blah blah. Then when the video was was released, people were still like, "Well, what did she do? What? What? This man it has a knife." So I can only imagine if you're in front of your children acting like that when they get alone, it's probably ten times worse. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, a lot of it, most of the time, is plain fear. And we don't see it because we're like, well, you could just leave. If it was that easy, most people, most women would just leave. But it's not that easy. That's the reason why there's a whole underground network to relocate you when you're in an abuse situation because it's not that easy. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, hopefully it don't look like that she is ready to move on, but we'll see. No, because, I mean, in, in all honesty... Uh, right along kind of with those reports or reports that because they've both been seen walk, rocking wedding bands is that they finally I guess he finally tied the I don't they I, listen <laughs> they finally got married I just I guess I mean maybe that's what she got out I, look, we'll see how the, the case goes that's all we can say if you marry her that makes it even more you can tell the type of person that he is because of course if they get married she can't testify yeah basically so we'll see like i said right now the the charges are what the charges are you got the four felonies we'll see once it goes to court if it goes to court what ha- you know what i mean what happens because at, uh, at we all saw the video so there's no denying of that that situation something went down so, yeah. and obviously there had to be enough something that went down for them to charge him with four felonies. You know what I mean? Even if she wasn't co- cooperating, which it seems like she wasn't cooperating with them to, you know. Yeah. So there had to be enough there for something to, to come up with the charges. You know what I mean? Yeah. And her father and her brother was there. So, I mean, for them to be there, of course, like, it's just not some, you know, minor dispute that they had. I'm pretty sure 
this has probably been going on for a long time and that's the reason why they was there so it's just unfortunate i wish she would you know just be like look i just gotta do this it you know probably be one of the toughest things that she will probably ever have to face in her life but try to do it and it goes back i don't know if you ever used to watch um love and hip-hop new york when they were on there but now I understand why Chrissy, Jim Jones' fiance, was so protective of her as well. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely agree with you because now, just all these years later, it's starting to, to make a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah. So I guess going, before we jump into our relationship topic, I have one more hot top. It's pretty funny. At least to me, it's funny. But um, the whole, if you remember... Like sometime last week, Jacquees he dropped the remix to Trippin' and then her uh Ellie Ma's label pulled it off of everything. And you know, because obviously they said that it wasn't just him doing a cover of it, he was trying to monetize it. So after that whole situation, he's been all over Instagram and Twitter and everything like that basically kind of going at her you know because she would because they pulled his cover and she went ahead and blocked him and i guess to i don't know i guess to kind of one up her or prove her point prove his point I, I don't listen at this point i don't even understand but now he is performing shows of the song <laughs> I mean, so for someone who, according to him, has his own hits, why why are you so pressed, bruh? Like, you're out here performing shows of a record that's not even yours? Like, I don't understand. I mean, it's one thing to do a cover, but it's another thing. Like they said, if you, the song wasn't even out long enough, one, for you to do a whole, like, let me, do a cover, shoot a video for like he did. He went did the most. He did a video. Yes, he did a video. Part. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like I heard a like clip of it. Um, I mean it was good, but I mean a video on the song that I chose. Thank you. Like I'll I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. The first line of the record is probably one of the hardest bars I didn't heard in years, man. When he said that, um, you know what I'm saying? Now my mind just went blank. But anyway, like if you if you heard the remix and you know what I'm talking about about how he has to keep his gu- there it is. I got to keep my gun on safety so I don't go shooting with your nigga be. That's probably one of the dopest lines I've heard in in a long time. However, sir. It is not your record. Let it go. But it's like, why are you just saying, like, like, let's hop on a remix together, you know, in a couple of months, and I'll take it out SoundCloud, and you just lay low, and then y'all bump, you know, y'all pop up with the remix. Exactly. He like, he could have definitely, he could have definitely attempted to work it out with her, but my thing is, is that he's just, at this point, he's just being petty, and it's sad to me that all these people are harassing her and going at her for one, a decision her label made, but two, because they're saying, well, she used to, that's how she got on from covering songs. But it's different because she's not an established artist. 
You know what I mean? She's just now gaining some momentum. She's been trying and trying for years, obviously, to get on. She's just now gaining some momentum. And here you go, her second single, and you didn't drop the video before she even dropped the video. And, and the crazy thing about it is, and that's what people, the, the now I can't even think of the song that just popped with her. Um, was it Boo, babe? Boot what up. Are you talking about Boot Up? Yeah, Boot Up. I'm like, y'all understand this girl had a whole, like, EP out before this song. Like, it was on the next album that she dropped. So, like... Y'all just now catching wind. I mean, she's a good artist. I love her. Like, at all of her music on, you know, my playlist. So, like, y'all realize that this one just her first album and her first go at it. She had to gain this momentum and put herself out there. And for him to do that, it's like, bro, come on. Like, respect her grind. Respect her hustle. And if they like, if her label want to pull it here, yeah, I'm gonna pull it. If you making money off of it in my art, no, I'm gonna pull your record. Nigga, this is not your song. Basically, like, but that's why I was just like, bruh, when I saw the video of him actually performing it at a show, I was like, this is why they had you pull it for fool, because you out here trying to make money off of it. Like, you at this point, you taking money out of that girl pocket as if she ain't out here on her grind trying to work and build up her, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, she had a whole whole other projects before this. She finally getting her just do her shine. Let her do her thing, man. Let her rock. Right, because the album that comes out this Friday, I think, is her third album. So, yeah. And Buddha is number two. Folks, just... They just yeah. ain't even. <laughs> Folks is crazy. That's all I can say. Cause I just was like, seriously, seriously, bruh. Okay, I see you in these streets. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel it was a cover. I just feel like I mean, but anywho, I mean, it jumped. It, to me, it jumped out of the cover range when he shot a video, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this the remix? Like when I first heard it, I didn't get covered. I was like, so is he gonna come out with a remix to the song already? And that's his part? Like, okay. Exactly. That's what people don't under. That's the what people didn't seem to grasp from it or whatever like that. I I get that he does his little cute mixes or whatever like that. But even I saw him do one to um to Drake's Jaded. And it wasn't even, to me, it wasn't a remix. I feel like he sang most of what Drake sang on the record. So his was, it was more of a cover than a remix to it. So, I mean, like, I, his guidelines for what he do, to me, just don't make sense. And I just, just let other artists rock, bruh. That's all I'm saying. She's up and coming. Let her rock. Go back to remixing Drake records and Chris Brown, because those are established artists. People going to respect both of y'all, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. She's just trying to gain some momentum. <sighs> well, at least she blocked him. You're like, goodbye. <laughs> I like her, Patty. I'm with it. Block his ass. I know, but I'm going back and forth in my little Duval voice. I ain't no matter finna go back and forth with you, nigga. Basically. So, are you ready to jump into our relationship topics? Yeah, we can. All right, let's let's hit it. 
What's that first question you got for me? So, I'm going to go, let's see, which one? I'm going to go light first. Can you just be friends with your ex? (laughs) Can you just be friends with an ex? Yes, I can just be friends with an ex. If, I mean, if, if in general, like, the reason we connected was off of a friendship type level, which it should be, then there should be no problem with being friends with an ex unless it the the relationship ended badly. If it ended badly, then I'm throwing deuces and I don't ever want to see you again. Don't talk to me. Don't hit me on Instagram or, you know, be in my DMs. Don't be leaving kissy face emoji comments and shit. But, I mean, if we if we good or whatever like that and we just wasn't feeling, you know what I mean? Like, it, the relationship just fizzled out or we just both realized that I mean, this ain't going nowhere. Then it is. Then it is what it is. We can be cool. Yeah. What about you? I think from, I have. See, I don't have exes that I can be friends with because they're all trifling. Like they leave stupid comments on Instagram, um, and I'm like, "Bro, you are ex. Please." Don't do this on Instagram because you messing up my next. Like I got a crush on her. Leave my page mm-hmm. alone. Don't make me block or, your ass. <laughs> right? What <laughs> I had to block? Or like my exes pull moves like this. Oh, I'm having something at the house for my birthday. You should come through. You're like oh, okay then. And then you get there and it just be you and him. You be like, bro, I thought you said you was having something at the house. I am like, I mean, you want something to drink, nigga? I'm thinking you having a party against the guy. I'm gonna go home. So it's like, I don't know. I can't, I'm, I'm not friends with any of my exes. It's like, nigga, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you no more. And it ain't like we ended badly or nothing. I just don't want to talk to y'all. It's just that like, they try from this hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like they try from and y'all, And they don't know how to be friends. Like, if they knew how to be just friends, then it's like, okay, cool. But it's always something like, man, we should go out. No, we should. <laughs> like, we not that cool. Yeah. I hear that. Well, well, can I get another chance? Not to mess up my life, you won't. <laughs> like, we ended for a reason, yeah. sir. Right. No. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't, overall, I'm just taking myself out of it, I don't think anything is wrong with it, especially if y'all ended on good terms. Like, I mean, you're friends. And you did once care about this person. It was probably in a different way. You just have to take that out. But, I mean, overall, it is what yeah. it is. Agreed, agreed, 100%. So, aside from that, what's our next question? What have you learned about yourself in your single season? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have learned so much about myself in my single season. Way too much about myself. <laughs> um... So I would say that I've learned that, I mean, I guess I've I've learned, you know, obviously what my love languages are. I learned that I love affection. Um, that's the easiest way to my heart. Um, I've learned that I am not, that I can be closed off at times. You know what I mean? Because I am, I am very much one of those people who, while I love togetherness and I I love being with someone, I do have times where I need to be 
just by myself. And that just go, that applies to all relationships in my life. Like even with family, friends, whatever, like I'll go into spaces where I'm just like, okay, I, I, y'all need to leave me alone. Like give me my time, give me my space. So those are probably the biggest things that I've learned about that, you know, about relationships. I've also learned that I'm not like the, I'm not one of those people who is like super, you got to call me all the time. You got to text me all the time. Because I'm not really like a call text person anyway. So that's not one of my like deal breakers or that's not like a big thing to me to have to have somebody who calls and texts me all the goddamn time. Because I'll get irritated with it. What about yourself? Um, I think in my singleness, I have learned um, that definitely I have a type A personality. I used to think that, oh, I'm like a laid back female. I'm cool. And I'm like, now? I'm like, no, I'm not that person. Uh, I am definitely type A. Um, and I think with relationships, they kind of been like a hindrance because people are, oh, you're so cool and laid back. And it's like, no, I'm not really that cool and laid back. Um, like you said, like my alone time, I need it. I thrive in it. And I'm like best when I have that moment to just recharge. Um, and then I can come back and be, you know, a good person, a good girlfriend or whatever. And... Um, I think, I guess, like, my whole attitude towards relationships and my singleness kind of changed um, far as I was, like, in one of my previous relationships, I was that person, like, always, oh, you think you're going to yell at me, I'm going to yell at you back. Um, I was shut down doing arguments and not want to come back to it. So that was one of my things is, like, my communication skills definitely improved doing my singleness so those are the biggest things huh well that's interesting i guess we both have grown in our singleness <laughs> uh, all right what's our next question you have one more right no I, I thought you had one about marriage you saw um about being left at the altar or no yes <laughs> So I saw on <laughs> another blog site, um, this lady was set to be married. I just learned that it was actually a destination with in Greece. She paid over three grand. Um, I'm just trying to put all the finances together. What she purchased, she purchased three, uh, paid three grand for her dress. Um, twenty four hundred for a DJ, four thousand dollars for a photographer, two thousand dollars for those miscellaneous purposes. The husband paid five hundred dollars for the no three hundred dollars for her hair and nails. He was supposed to pay five hundred dollars for the venue, um, the deposit. He never did that. So the people, their guests, got to the venue and were turned around because he never paid for the venue, nor did he show up. Know what that's that's a whole like it's it's one thing if it's like a local thing but destination weddings are so complex and complicated and difficult to you know to, uh, to arrange and get everybody there and make sure that you know everybody has accommodations and they're super expensive 
if I didn't dished out this money to go to Greece, first and foremost, oh, I'm a, I'm a, even if I'm not getting married, I'm gonna be on vacation for a minute because I need to cool down so that I don't come back to these states and and murder somebody. But um, I mean, just oh, that would have listen. She dished out all that money. I'm taking his ass to civil court. I'm suing his ass. I am suing his ass for my monty. Okay, you backed out of this goddamn contract. I want my monties. You finna pay me at least half, bruh. Oh, but you know what? I don't want it all even for emotional distress. Like that, that right there alone is like probably the statute of limitations on the amount that she should be able to get. But I'm tripping because it's like, sweetheart, why you pay for all of this? Like, wait. What he come in it? First of all, um, they were in a relationship for ten years before for her coming. Um, but I would definitely, far as I, I don't think it would be enough time that would pass without getting my money back and feeling less embarrassed that I won't come back to the states and hunt him down. Like, bro, I, I like seriously because. Even if you don't want to get married, bro, I would rather you send me a text two months before and be like, I don't want to do this. Don't have me purchasing plane tickets, visas, and all of this stuff. And then you got kids that show up, bro, I got to come for your head. I ain't going to lie. I was even thinking about that whole part. The plane tickets, Greece, the accommodations ain't cheap. I mean... The like you said, having to help people with visa, just all the stuff that she probably had to go through, just to get people there, and then to have them show up and people being turned away, and then you don't even show up. I'm I, I don't know. I, it might take me. I'm with you. It might take me a minute before I'm like, <sighs> okay, let me let me go back and and take his ass to court or something so I can get this money because like I'm with you. I might have to if I fly back too soon, man. Listen. I'm gonna be out in these streets I, I, with the trunk pop. <laughs> We're like, I get to like it, and it is so trifling. And it's listen, and I know, like, I would not do it over text message because it, you know that's just not proper, you know, proper way to do it. But I would prefer if you have to take the chicken way out, do that. But don't have me doing all this and then. I'm getting ready and you ain't there. And first of all, I'm trying to figure out how you travel to Greece alone. That's a good question. That's that's a, that to me is like a hole in the story or a hole in the gap. Like why wouldn't they fly together? Or was or did he fly to did he get all the way there and just not show up to the venue is what I'm wondering. Girl, see, I'm telling you, like I don't, especially if you in Greece. Uh, it's gonna be an international incident. <laughs> like, oh, man. Just, I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even imagine. That's why. That's like one of the. That's probably one of my worst fears, though. Well, I'm not really like afraid of it, but I would just say that's probably one of like the most embarrassing things I can think of is being left at the altar. That yeah, that's like being left at the altar if I find out you was texting another woman on our way back. That's just like the ultimate embarrassment. You know what I mean? Like, really? This what we doing? Like, I would, even if it's the night before, be like, I don't want to do this. Like, like, yeah, I'm going to be devastated. I'm probably still going to want to be at your neck. 
But at least that'll save me the embarrassment of being in front of all our guests, our family and friends, and then you Not just no work. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm with you. Like, even if it's the night before, if you don't, if like, just give me, just tell me, why, nah, we ain't doing this, because I'm listening. As soon as you tell, oh, word, okay, cool. I'm put, I'm sending the mass text, bro. Hey, y'all, don't show up to this. It's over. We ain't doing it. It's can't, you know what I mean? Like, whatever I got to do to kind of save face, but don't have me show up to wherever we plan, have all these people there, only for me to look stupid because you didn't show up. Like, don't do that. That's a problem. Man, you ain't got no nothing. <laughs> when I child, child, <laughs> listen, that's a hot mess. Like I couldn't even imagine. I feel for her though, cause I couldn't even imagine having dished out all that money, having all those people showed up. Ooh, listen, you all, you in a whole nother I- country. <sighs> Shit, that sucks. And I'm a friend. Like I'd be listening. I'm a good friend. I still want you to get your money, but I will beat him up for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So you can still get your money in small claims. <laughs> like, ooh, child. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put his homeboys. Like, did his roommate show up and not know he wasn't coming either? Like, I got so many questions. Exactly. Like, that's just like, it's so many kind of questions to that whole situation like hmm like because i'm wondering like maybe he showed up and they like had like a bachelor party like right before and that maybe that's why he was like man i had too much fun i want to be single again so i'm like you know what i mean like something stupid like that but just to not like ah man that's just wow that's all i can say and then people in the comments was like, well, you're saying, you know, because they want the man for you. No. Mm-mm. Bruh. Mm-mm. $50,000 later? No. It's a problem. No. It's a problem. <laughs> no, man. He, matter of fact, he ain't finna be the man for no man. <laughs> like. Oh, man. Anywho. So, I think that is our last relationship topic, yeah? Yep, that's last time. Any new music, new books, anything like that? No, I'm starting new books since I have all of this free time. Uh, <laughs> so, no, music, no. I've been on my division this whole week. I think this Venus retrograde got me in my feelings because <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm like, what is happening? Um. Mm, yeah, I'm back in my I'm back in my emo uh, mode right now. So, listening to my I'm telling you, the retrograde. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! <laughs> listen to my emo records. Um, but other than that, I've started f- finally after like a gajillion years. I found a site where I could read Harry Potter for free because I refused to buy the book. So <laughs> I've started reading Harry. <laughs> But um, so aside from that, mm, that's all I'm doing currently, as far as books and music. I want to read Harry Potter, but I'm like, do I really like it? No. I mean, from what everybody says, the books are really, really good. Even if like you weren't a fan of the movie, the books everybody said are like 
super good. And I actually enjoyed the movies, so I feel like that means I would enjoy the books even more. So that's why I'm going to try it. And like I said, I refuse to buy them. But since I can read them for free, I'm with it. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Oh, really? You don't just you just don't be bored on the weekend and be like, oh, Harry Potter's on. Let me sit and watch it. When I am bored on the weekend, you want to know what I do? The same long order HBO episodes over. I watch the same episodes over and over again. (laughs) So yeah. Well, I don't have an attention span for movies either. So yeah. Well, this has been a very good episode. It's going to be a little later than <laughs> I had, uh, than normal. It's going to probably be a day late because I got to go in here and edit ASAP. So we might post this one on Thursday, but we will be back on schedule come next week. And uh, I mean, we may we may decide to. I don't know. I mean, I have to really be like in a mood to to do the whole live thing. Like, I want to be able to still. I'm still like learning as far as like audio quality and stuff like that. How to maintain our audio quality if we do a live and still be able to kind of get the audio for um to to be on iTunes um to post to our iTunes account. So um aside from that, I mean, we still we may just just out of the blue, just do like a live chat just to kind of connect with some of the fans and some of the people. You know what I mean? I mean, we could could always hop on like just Instagram live and just do like a quick 10, 20 minute live and see what people are talking about. I don't know. You never know with the pretty nerds. We might just pop up anytime, anyplace. (laughs) But anywho. Oh, and the website should be up I want to say within the next two weeks. So you guys be looking for that. So you'll have another way to listen to the show. And you can also leave comments there or email us and give us feedback to the show. So um, anything else you want to say, Fallon? I don't have anything. Okay. Well, I guess that is the end of episode number 22 of the pretty nerds podcast and we will see you guys again next week bye guys